Hey guys, we're back. One more week. It's Friday. Yep. Uh, it's it's Friday, and this week has been extremely difficult. That mm. I even forgot everything that I was supposed to bring to record the podcast. So no background music again. And honestly, I want to thank the banknotes for the music, but today it's fine. We're gonna just thank them for letting us borrow their music from yes. previous episodes. How was your week? Nah. Uh, does that explain it? I mean, yeah. Uh, well, no, not really, because uh, I think it was it was a hard one. But yeah. that, but that's okay. We're gonna be we're here. We're in the show today. Yay! This is this is our <laughs> this is our, our safe space. This is where we can actually you know have a little bit of fun. Okay. Yes. So we're gonna have so much fun today, so much fun today, that the topics they send us are nothing but controversial. Like all three of them. <laughs> All three of them. I can't have nothing with <laughs> rainbows and my little pony happiness. No, no. But we'll try. We'll try. No, I, I want to, you know, I want to thank, um, again, the our guest that, um, our listener that sent us the topics. And she was very excited about these topics, too. She sent them from uh, last week, actually. And we didn't, we didn't have the time to cover all of them last week, uh, which actually, by the way, they were pretty good, too. I got some pretty good things. Uh, I got some pretty good feedback out of them. Um, but, yeah, actually, uh, one of them said, man, that was hot. And I th- I think <laughs> that what he meant was that the topics were a little bit controversial and, and that our points of view were actually pretty good, not disappointing or anything. Or they can also mean that they were hot. I don't know. I mean, from <laughs> this guy, I don't I don't even know what to expect. I mean, probably he meant that he was hot and that, that was pretty much it. So thank you for the feedback. Thank you for everything, uh, for, the, for the reviews and whatnot. But today, the first topic, discipline. Mm. Um, discipline is, it's, okay, I, I, see, I don't know why, why, I mean, I tried, <laughs> I tried not to, not to uh, touch topics that are very uh, controversial and very, very divided. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, it's uh, as I did the research for for the uh, for the show this week. Uh, I created all all kinds of, of of chaos and and hell all over the place because so I was asking I was asking for people's opinion about discipline. Okay, mm. and yeah, so one somebody who I was uh, speaking to, she, you know, she did mention a good point, and it said it was it was relative, right? It was pretty much on on what people believe to be discipline. And I believe that to be true. I think I think this this topic itself it's it's very it's very controversial in the aspect that that nobody it's can agree to what what discipline is. So when I threw it at you, because I said, "Listen, this is what they asked for us to talk about." What did you think about the actual topic? About what were your first reaction when you when you heard that we were going to talk about discipline? I want to I want to start there. <sighs> Disciplining children. Well, no, it, I don't think I don't think she meant children. I think oh. she meant discipline in general. Uh, and again, we're gonna get into a little bit of detail on the difference, what, right, about discipline and the ideas. But just just the word itself, discipline. What does what does that mean to you? Rules. Uh huh. Guidelines. Same thing, I guess. Uh, the, uh, rules that you have to obey. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all you know. <laughs> That's all I know because I had a lot of no, no, no. <laughs> you can't do this. You can't do that. I'm agree. Fine. Who, who said that? A lot of people. A lot of people lot said of that. People. No, but wait a minute. Um, so a lot of people are telling you, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. 
Are you just talking about me saying no, no, no to a lot of things that you said? You. Okay, that was me. Now, okay. what, the rest of my child was my mom and my dad. So. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. So you're saying that I'm taking that spot? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I just yeah. I just actually just pretty you much. No, you being the older person and all. Yes. Hey. Oh, so <laughs> I get it. So culturally, I have you have to respect me because I'm older you're, than you. You're that... old. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I have to respect my elders. Fine. <laughs> I was going to say something, but, you know, I'm going to let it go because, you know, you, you did have a rough week. Okay, you did have a rough week. <laughs> Uh, but you're, you're right. At, at some point, um, I actually started, I started, and that's how I like to start all my conversations, right? With the with the basic root of of everything they're going to tell us that we're going to talk about, I want to start with the definition of it, right? And discipline was not an exception. So I went to the dictionary, the Webster. <laughs> I went to Webster Dictionary, and I found the definition. So the definition of discipline is the practice of training people to obey the rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, part of the conversation I was having earlier with this person is that I told her that I, I, I think that a lot of the um, the problems that we have in society today, not, obviously not all of them, okay? So whoever's listening to it, like, oh, my God, he's generalizing again. No. I'm just saying that some 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 of the problems, discipline could be one of them, is the definition we don't have it really clear, so I wanna I wanna put that in perspective, and with the, the definition that I just read, there's two words that come to mind that 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 really grab my attention. One of them, it's practice, mm-hmm. okay, and the second one, is punishment. Okay, uh, I know that nowadays the association of punishment it's a, it's a big no no, mm-hmm. it's a bad one. Uh, and I can understand why, okay? I'm not saying that punishment is good. I'm just saying that the word itself, it has a negative bias, yeah. okay? So can you agree with that? Yeah. Especially, yeah. Punishment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, the second definition that I found is a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in a higher education. All right? So, mm-hmm. so we went from a practice... And then punishment for not obeying that practice to an actual knowledge of, you know, higher education. And I can also agree to that, okay? And again, this is a dictionary. So people study this word and then they came up with these definitions. And I think they are to be true. Now, if you guys are thinking, why is he so asphyxiated or why is he so stubborn and stuck and just sticking to the grounds of, of... of the definitions is because my job requires for me to know all the definitions so I don't use the wrong term to to communicate better with the right person. Mm-hmm. Again, interpreting requires that. It requires me to learn the words and also know what they mean. So when I say it in, in the target language, I don't say something that it's going to be completely out of context and give the wrong idea to this person. So that's why I'm very I'm, I'm very focused on the definitions of words. And, and now that I'm recording you, because I'm recording her, She's giving me this look that I always keep telling you about. And, and okay, I, I want, go ahead. Explain what you're going to say because I see you're giving me the look. That no, like, okay. I'm, I'm thinking just all your definitions. It's just too much contact <laughs> words. I got to put it into sentences. I've been teaching too, too long. Oh, day. got it. Okay, so you, it's it's processing. Got yes, it. Okay. Yes. So the third definition, it's to train someone to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. Okay, pretty much it's similar to the first one in a little bit shorter context, but let's start there. Um, 
It's pretty much, the, the dictionary says that it's the training of people, okay? Uh, I, I think that a lot of people at this point have a, a difficulty with that whole thing of training. Um, I think that the actual word itself, mm-hmm. it's, it's very self-explanatory. I think that it is, it is something that you train and you, and you practice. The, the thing that comes with the word is that if you're training and practicing and there's a sort of way of get, going out of the, the lines of what you're trying to teach, then there has to be a consequence to this. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck that if you, if you want to teach someone something, there has to be consequences, but not as, 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 as I wouldn't say severe. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, okay, severe as the, as the actual action itself. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I'm thinking when it comes to discipline. What do you think? Discipline? I don't know. To me, the word discipline sometimes, it seems a bit negative. Why would you say that? I don't know. I just said every time, oh, discipline this, or the way I was taught discipline, like the word itself, it, it's always in a negative connotation. And But explain why. I, I don't see why. Because when I was taught, the word to use to discipline mm-hmm. was punishment. I'm going to punish you. You're going to get punished. So the word punished took over the word, I'm sorry, the word discipline took over the word punishment. Mm-hmm. So when I was a little older, and actually when I when I recently my daughter was born, I took some parenting class because again they don't come with an instruction manual. So I decided I don't want to mess this kid up more than what you know I was messed up. So I said I'm gonna educate myself from the beginning, mm-hmm. right? And one of the one of the things that the, the instructor said was, we don't use the word punishment anymore. We now we use the word discipline. Okay, and this was 16 years ago. So now 16 years later, you know pe- you're saying it. Discipline has a negative connotation, so I'm 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 thinking why. Because of punishment, like you, I thought uh, discipline was punishment. Like, if you don't do something, you're gonna get punished. Oh, yeah, okay, but um, so what use what word would you use? You and these words. No, <laughs> I, I'm I, not at the stories, and I'm not a dictionary. No. But again, so let's say we're we're having a com. No, it's not okay. We're having a conversation, and you know your son does something wrong. How will you how will you tell him not to do it? Like what what will be the the word that you will use to substitute for for discipline if you don't want to punish him? Uh, I don't I, I don't tell him discipline, and I don't tell him tell him you're gonna get grounded or anything. Well, I do tell him grounded. Uh, or stop it! You're gonna get in trouble. I'm like, but I've never used the. I'm gonna punish you. But okay, okay. So I found this article. Okay, based on that, and the article was uh, it's it's article F three. That's the name of the website, and the article is called "What Does Discipline Mean?" Right, mm-hmm. and the the person who wrote the article it's it's very pro um, anti discipline. Right. So he's really not, he doesn't agree with the word discipline, right? And his definition was discipline is not rules, regulations, or punishment. It is not compliance, obedience, or enforcement. It is not rigid, boring, or always doing the same thing. So pretty much in this definition, because that, that's pretty much what it comes down to in the whole article, is that he doesn't believe that discipline are rules. He doesn't believe that discipline are regulations. 
He doesn't believe that the discipline is punishment, nor compliance, nor obedience, nor enforcement. It is not rigid, boring, or always doing the same thing. So if it's not any of those things, what is it? Uh, so what do you get from that? Then it has to be, well, it could discipline could be used as in other, in other ways, right? Like, oh, she's disciplined enough to have a, a, a workout regimen or she has enough discipline, like concentration? Yeah, correct. So that's the, that would be the second definition, a branch of knowledge, typically when studied in higher education. Mm-hmm. So the other, the other aspect of discipline is it's that you learn this behavior to gain something, even though it, it, it's really hard to achieve, right? Mm-hmm. For example, if I'm going to go to the gym or if I want to learn a new skill, then I need to have the discipline, right? The, the time, the, the idea, the, motiv- the idea, motivation. Yeah. I guess the mental, the mental yeah. state, the motivation, the the what is it? The the patterns of doing what I have to do to gain this new skill or lose the weight, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the discipline, right? But I don't think I don't think whoever sent us this 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 topic was talking about that discipline. I'm thinking that what she meant was that the discipline that we actually provide our kids at home, mm. which I think it's one of the biggest issues we have today. I believe, and this is my personal opinion, guys, I believe that there is not enough discipline at the homes. That's why we're in the, in the mess that we are. Yeah. And, and, one of the things that, and one of the things that the person that I was having this conversation said that it's, it's, um, it's a matter of perspective. So if if I have a different definition of discipline and this person has a different def- different definition and then so on and so forth, then we're not seen in the same page. So therefore, we, that's where we create the 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 that's what's the word I'm looking for the clash or or the 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 big you know tension that we have right now. Mm-hmm. Because if your definition is different than mine and we don't see eye to eye, then how how are we going to come to an agreement? In the sense of, of discipline. Yeah. I don't know. Like, because... W- I'm having a brain fart right now. I'm really well, did you write some notes? I see you're... Listen, guys, she, she's been doing a great job with the note-taking. She's like... No, because then you pop up with your definitions, and I'm like, okay, this is left field. We're not talking about disciplining children, and then you're disciplined. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm lost... No, but <laughs> the reason why I said that, and maybe that maybe some of you guys are lost too, and, and that's why I want to clarify, okay? I believe and I think that n- people nowadays, they grab different type, different words and they just put their own definition on it, mm-hmm. right? And, and they get out of their own definition, they get their own ideas, okay? Now, we cover this many times in the show where the idea that you have in your head, it's the one that you're going to react to. Right. So what you believe, it's going to represent your actions and your actions are going to represent in society and so on and so forth. So it's like a it's like a chain reaction. Right. Mm-hmm. So if we have a different definition of this words of the word, then it's going to give us the idea, a different idea, not the wrong idea, but a f- different definition, different ideas, different actions, different reactions in society. Right. Yes. So so that's what that's why I wanted to start with the definition of the word, because I, I think that if you have, if you have, or in general, I'm sorry, guys, I'm thinking in Spanish. In Spanish, the word you comes out loud because it's two, so it's, it could be a general, but I'm sorry. If you, if you take a personal, that's not what I mean. But in general, if we actually understood that 
the practice, it's a practice and it's a training of people to obey rules mm -hmm. with the consequences that comes with that, we wouldn't be in this mess. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, me as a kid, I feared, by God, Jesus, my mother, okay, and my father. My father was a disciplinarian in the household. Now you can't even set any rules or any any guidelines with your kids because the first thing, or even uh, try to, not in a bad way, like threaten them, like yeah. punishment, because all of a sudden they want to say, I'm going to go tell my teacher or I'm going to call the cops. Don't make me do it. See, and that's something I have. I have a when I arrived to this country, I heard that a lot of a lot of the kids that I used to hang around with used to say mm -hmm. that a lot. They would say, "Oh yeah, you know, if your if your parents do this, you can call the cops." And I'm thinking, man, if I call the cops, <laughs> they're, they're gonna disown me. They might just come by. <laughs> they might just come come and find somebody without legs. I'm just telling you that right now. They're, they're not gonna be here enough time for me to actually. They're gonna call. take me for yeah. a reason. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then I started thinking. If you call the if you call you know the cops on your parents and this is back in the early nineties okay this is before anything happened right on the mess that we're in right now but if this is in the early nineties this is the kids that are eight nine ten back then now who happen to be now you know forty thirty seven thirty nine thirty eight these are the people right now that are are pretty much teaching the next generation of kids what discipline and how discipline needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So if those kids are willing to call the cops on their parents, then that means there was no limitation or no no fear whatsoever to to that authority. And I I'm a truly believer that if you don't fear authority, the authority 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 there you go authority authority, authority um, then then we have no no fears to consequences. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So okay, let me see your notes. What what did you write? No, because I just put in you know. Uh, what I said before, I feared my parents, but in a good way, because in the Latin community, I'm not sure if it's done now. The first thing that your mom tells you is go do your chores, get your room clean. And then if you don't, don't don't make me go get that chancla. Oh, yeah. Somebody was telling me today that that actually they're trying to stop that, too. Oh, they're, they're, they're 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 yeah, they're demonizing it by saying that that that's not right. You shouldn't do that to kids. Okay, and then you had a uh, well. That was my time when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then you also had, um, you also had other parents who were like, "Oh, I'm gonna take my belt. Don't make me take it off." Okay, and once they took it off, what happened? Mm -hmm. Beating. Mm -hmm. I don't think I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but and then and then you have like the more. Americanized, you know, Amer born American born. I don't want to stereotype a, a generation mm -hmm. or a culture, and but you have the the more American raised and born, where like, oh no, as long as you're home at a certain hour, just remember, Jimmy, it it's okay. You'll be home at a certain hour, then you should be fine. Don't worry, honey. And then these kids grow up to be. Reckless and I, oh, I, you can't tell me what to do. Not even my mama told me what to do. See, and that's and I just have a, a really huge problem with that because if you if a kid is saying not even my mama tells me what to do, then what's the fear of authority? Authority, <laughs> you know. And again, <laughs> I'm not trying to sound that I'm um old fashioned. I'm not trying to sound that 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 is that is wrong. I I think that the kid needs limitations. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. 
but if they don't have any limitations, then then it could escalate to something else. Now, one of the things that you did mention, it's cultural. Um, I did find the research that it states that discipline, it also varies among cultures. And I, I think that's, that's true, especially here in the United States. Again, I can testify to Mexico because a lot of people in Mexico, they pretty much went to the same thing. For us, it was normal that if you talk back to your mother or your father, expect a whack in the face, mm-hmm. right? And instead of saying, oh, my God, poor baby, other people were like, told you, you should have shut up. I like, would have hit you too. Yeah, I would have hit you too. <laughs> like if you were if you were not done it, I would have done it myself. You know, so so that 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 also plays a big factor. And and I think that here, and I think it's already expanding to to Latin America too, where they're not they're not taking that that because there are laws in Latin America and Mexico particularly where they're implying this new abuse laws, right? Where where if you do some sort of a, of a, of a physical discipline to the child, then it's already a crime. And again, it, it's mm. good. It's good where you don't ab- you're not abusing the child, where you're yeah. bra- breaking bones, where you're you know starving them to death, where you're no you know just just pretty much abusing the child physically, mentally, no, emotionally. No, that's just severe discipline. Yeah, that that is that's abuse. That's abuse. That's a big no no. Okay, that's a big no no. But there's we're two we have two sides of the, of the spectrum. One where the kid is completely being abused, and the other one where it's being free to do whatever the heck it wants, right? He mm-hmm. wants, or she wants, or it wants, whatever they, they prefer to. They whatever they prefer to be called now, okay? Because now they have that that mentality too, and it's okay. Like I said in the last episode, I'm willing to 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 understand and and, and comply, but I I need more information and, and more help and and some time. But uh, I think there's two sides of the spectrum, and I think we're going. We went from being you know, really, really hard on our kids to being very lenient. Lean, not lenient. Mm-hmm. No, easy off. They they just they just get away. Spirited. Yeah, they get away with murder at this point, literally. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm. I'm. Listen. Not to be in a joke, but it's true. It's listen. true. It's terrifying today's youth. Yeah, and and again, this is where where the where where I think the 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 aspect of discipline and how people have different ideas of what discipline is, it's affecting society, okay? Where if you have 15, 16-year-old either boys or girls or little, you know, men or women having guns and shooting people just because they, they have that, that I, wouldn't, I don't want to say privilege, but that idea, Mm-hmm. then that means there was no limits to the discipline they were having. And and somebody did say to me, he's like, listen, you don't know their circumstances. You don't know how they grew up. You don't know their parents. And and that's a good point. I don't know any of that. I really don't know any of that. I'm just basing on, on what I see in the public in my profession mm-hmm. of how parents do not limit the kids in simple in simple conversations and aspects. Now, if you, again, if you do not have those simple, basic you know, ways of, of teaching them and the behavior, then it's going to escalate. Yeah. And that's what I'm referring to. For example, in my profession, if if I'm talking to a patient who is a non-English speaker and she or he has a 17, 16, you know, family, year old family member and I'm talking to them directly and the person just cuts me off and starts talking to the patient culturally, because, again, we're going back to the culture, culturally, to me, that is rude and and lack of discipline, right? Yes. 
do you believe that 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 to be in in uh, do you believe that to be rude as well? Yeah. Um for I have a son. He's 7 years old and he knows already that if mommy's speaking that you need to be quiet. That okay. is one of the f- rules that I told him. I said, if two adults are talking, you cannot cut. You have to say, excuse me, pardon me, and then you wait to be sp- for you to speak and to be listened. And what if he continues doing that, though? Then I won't listen to him. Okay. But there's, I, I mean, I, I guess at this point there wouldn't be a consequence or the, or the punishment in quotes or the corrective disobedience, right? Mm, there's a discipline if he speaks to me in an ill manner. Mm-hmm. But again, it is rude, and he knows the difference between you have to wait until you're spoken to. Yeah, that's that's very good because okay, not not judge it, but I mean it's interesting. I was I, I'm trying to change the word interesting to the word very good. <laughs> I, it just sounded weird, but it's interesting because again, you're you're trying, but yet. He's still defying you, so he's he's very defiant at, at seven years old. <laughs> yeah, so then that's the other thing: are kids more defiant nowadays because of the information and the and they're getting all this information from the internet and computers and all that stuff, versus us that we just pretty much listen and obey because they were our source of information, or is it because they're just being defiant? I don't know. I guess because he sees, like you said, uh, uh, electronics. He sees other p- kids and how they uh, interact in social media. And uh-huh. I tell him, no, 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 no. What you see on the internet and what you see on TV is not mommy time. It's not real time. I said, you ain't playing that in my house. I'm sorry. Hmm. M- not not real time. What does that mean? That means, to me, uh-huh. the way those kids act mm-hmm. is show. Because anybody on YouTube can make up a little script just to act up. You Just because they act that way on YouTube mm-hmm. or in any other social platform doesn't mean you're going to act that way in my home. That's actually, I never thought about it that way. It's very good. And then, I'm going to um, say interesting. <laughs> and, and, but you got to take both sides because if both parents are not saying strict, but have rules and guidelines and the kids follow it, then it's great because these kids already know the protocol of the household. If you got one parent like me, um, I'm the di- more the, le- not lenient, but disciplinarian in the household. Mm-hmm. And my husband is like more free spirited. Oh, let him be. He's just a kid. See, that's the- and, and that's the thing that irritates that's- me because he doesn't know the difference. And is mommy right or is daddy right? See, and that's a whole different a, a whole different factor that comes into the discipline aspect, right? Because now if you're contradicting each other mm-hmm. and and he doesn't know which way to land. And I don't know if you guys ever saw Mr. Popper's Penguin. I mean, but one of the lines that it's interesting there uh, with the Jim Carrey movie, it's it, the guy said to Jim Carrey, the penguins always go where the food is. Mm. Okay, the penguins always follow the food, okay? And to me, when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's that's interesting because... I think that we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. If if there are two parents who one is very le- lenient and one is very free spirit, the kids are gonna go with a free spirit yeah. because there's no consequences and there's no there's no limitations. So ob- obviously, I mean, let's be honest. If if we were in the perch, mm-hmm. how many people wouldn't be doing the perch right now? If there if the actual rule was there, like listen, twenty four hours, everything that you do as a crime, it's it's uh it's all game, right? And anything goes for a year, no crime. One night, everything goes. I believe that people will actually do it. Oh yeah, they would. See, and because there are no regulations, there are no. I think there is no no limits, and that's one of the things that we're facing right now. Now, 
One other thing that I did find out, and again, this is this is just what I uh, what I saw. I'm not saying this is the truth, but this is my personal opinion, is that every article that I read, it was focused on teachers, the teachers doing the discipline, teaching them how to you know behave, how to grow, how to think, how to how, you know to be destructive. You have to teach the kid discipline too, mm-hmm. so he can actually he can actually teach the class. And I I think that that actually took away a lot of responsibility to the parents. Yeah. What do you think on that? Um, I, like I said before, dis- I think the word discipline or discipline should start at the, in the home. Why is it the job of the teacher? I don't think it's the job of the teacher. I think it's just it's just but being placed emphas- on the teacher. Yeah, they placed yeah. it or they emphasize it as it being the teacher role. But I guess they mean it because where's the child most of the time before COVID? Okay, they were in school from seven thirty. Sorry, seven thirty to four. Mm-hmm. Okay, what? And what's the parent doing? Full-time, hopefully, parent. Yeah. Most of the time, it's a full-time parent working, you mm-hmm. know? And and what the, what's going on? Parent comes out at 4 o'clock, picks up the kid from school, and then, then on. It's what, what's the guideline? From 4 to whatever time you stay up with your child, that's the limited gap time that you have with your child. Yeah. So you figure the majority of the time, this parent... And this stu- this child is literally with a with a teacher. Yeah. I so I, I guess they're saying. And I think that's a very good factor too, because, well, in in the sense of of the argument, because if you're only spending four or five hours with your child, and you're coming from work, mm-hmm. right, and you're working eight hours as well, and the next th- the last thing you want to do is come and reprimand your child. Yeah. I can relate to that. Me you, too. You don't want to come in and start yelling and punishing and or correcting their behavior. Just want to give them five hours of quality time where they can feel that they're welcome and you know with to come to you and and I get that. Yeah. Uh, I think there's also other aspects where where if you are a, a mother or a father and you still do not want to leave that single life behind, and I don't I don't mean like going and and sleeping with other woman or man. I'm saying that you want to party, you want to go out, you want to spend time with the friends, and you know you. There's again everything. Everything comes in together, where you start slacking a bit more off on 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 being the parent, the parent. instead of being you know going out and, and partying, which again it's it's fine, but also affects the child. Mm-hmm. So, I think that a combination of of all those little things, it's what is causing this problem. Yeah, and then sometimes it's not that you know the parents are um, now trying to outlive or live life through their teenage child. Okay, I think it's it's sort of that you know what the latchkey kid is, where they have to no. ra- latchkey kids in like psychology is uh the child literally raises themselves while the parent literally works a a twelve hour sometimes sixteen hour shift. But that was us. Not all the time though. I mean, yeah, but it was more common. Like for example, in in my case, I, I can't eat a hot dog raw because. I'm so sick and tired. I ate it for three months when my mother was working as when I came to Chicago. And, and nowadays, I'm like, I see a hot dog raw, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't eat it. But I can eat it cooked. I, I, I love sandwiches because of the same reason. <laughs> I, I literally learned how to cook when I was 11 because I, I didn't want to eat no more hot dogs or sandwiches. So, so there you go. You were your own. You were a latchkey kid. I was a latchkey kid. But I think that's a good thing because it, it taught you or it taught the person responsibilities and the discipline that people want. 
See, but that's different. That was you back in the day because you knew mom and dad were working and hardworking. I'm not saying the kids nowadays don't understand, oh, yeah, well, my mom's, you know, away for 16 hours because she's working. Yeah, but in their mind, they don't think that way. My job is to stay at home, make sure to take care of the house, clean the house. Their mentality is, all right, mom's, mom's out. That means I could go out and play. And play sometimes means I'm going to go hang out with people I shouldn't be hanging out with. And, get, and who raises them? The streets. Yeah, depending on the in the area. Because in the again, area, it all comes down to culture. Culture. Um, again, not to be not to be on the wrong side of the fence here, but but um, they blame it on education. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I can say that's a big factor too. I don't think I can completely agree with that because if people say, "Oh no, you know, you don't even know what it is to live in the hood." Well, technically. I didn't live on the south side, but I lived in an area where it was rough. Mm-hmm. I came from a town that it was literally starvation. I, there were days when I, I would, you know, go without eating because my mother didn't have the money to, to support a meal mm-hmm. back when I was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. But now I, I have a good life. I have a good, a good career. I, I can say that, you know, I was in a sense blessed, and we're going to talk about that later on. But I can also say that I could choose to be the person that could have ended up on the street as mm-hmm. well. So I think that we have to, we, I think that there has to be a moment where we got to stop blaming the past or, or our area mm-hmm. and then actually just take responsibility for what we're doing and then change our, our course of action. Now, it goes back to discipline, yeah. the one you learn, the one that it's hard to do, but but you you gotta do because it's for your own convenience and benefit, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. That you know the other definition was, but there when I was reading the research, there was a couple of points that grabbed my attention. Okay, and one of them was three styles of discipline. Okay, one of them one of them was preventative, the other one was supportive, and the other one was corrective. Okay, um, the preventative. It can be defined as the measures of many educators take to advert misbehavior by keeping students engaged. Now, here's the key. Students. See, this is this is what I'm talking about. The teachers are responsible for this. Student. This is the this is the best one I find actually found actually. Uh, we believe that the best way to prevent classroom misbehavior is to provide stimulating curriculum that involves students so successfully that they spend little time thinking of misbehaving. Okay. I can support that. The uh, supportive discipline is the di- distinctive, I'm sorry, it's distinctive from punishment that is provided by students with suggestions or end options for correcting behavior before a consequence is necessary. Reminders, redirections, and nonverbal communications are all examples of supportive. Okay, and correction, obviously, it's the one when you apply to aim to correct any behavior that may cause disruption, these behaviors or violations may be, and we, go, we can go on and so forth, right? Um, ignoring is one of them. Distraction, natural consequences, delay of privilege, loss of privilege, and timeout. Uh, mm-hmm. These are great, but I wouldn't I wouldn't qualify them as as corrective. I will disclose them more. I will put them more under under preventive. Preventive. Um, I think that if you wanna if you wanna change the problem, you could do any of this. But there's gonna be a moment where you're like, okay, enough is enough. We need to teach you a, a hardcore lesson because I'm a firm believer that if we don't do it, life is gonna do it. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Anything else before I close? Uh, well, I don't want to be stereotyped. Like, like you said, it depends on the area you were you were born and raised. That that um, you you grow up to be what you are. 
okay? Because I grew up in the middle of Pilsen, 18th and all of the above streets, okay? I went to school. I studied. I went to college, okay? There were streets, gangbangers, and everything around you in the hood, okay? Mm -hmm. That didn't mean in my mentality that I was going to hang out with gangbangers or be any sort of hoodlum, okay? I think it just takes um, morals, I think so too. And discipline that ha- has to be taught at home. I think if so. If there's not a certain attention given from this parental guidance, I think it it all depends on what you were raised on and what um the past of your family. I guess it was brought down from generation to generation. If this parent really wasn't taught discipline, you think this uh, this future child will? Yeah, but then again, I I go back to the same same thing. You know, I understand the the uh, definite the um. The pass on of of previous sins this is what they, somebody did tell me. It's like, listen, mm-hmm. we pay for the sins of our grandparents, and I said, I, I, I think that we have a choice of not to, and that's true because yeah. I had a choice not to, yeah. and my mom, she was a stay at home mom, but she told me the, the rights and wrongs. She mm-hmm. gave me the attention. She told me you don't need to be out there. Your job is to be a student. Your job is to have good grades, and it's up to you if you want to be something in someone. Yeah, I think that I. In conclusion, what my my style of parenting and, and discipline is, I focus on the emotions of my kids. Okay, I focus on on them to be uh, protected emotionally, and with that comes its limitations on my side. Okay, and that's what I tell them. Like, listen, if there's something I cannot help you with emotionally, your mom can help you because she's more emotional than I am. I'm more logical and, and more analytical, and I like to fix things instead of instead of caring things. Right. Mm-hmm. I. I Actually, it was funny because I was, I was looking at a, uh, a video today, and the speaker said, I'm a fixer. If you, I'll give you two options. Do you want me to listen? Is this a listening conversation, or is this a fixing conversation? Because I can do both, but I, I, but I, I will need you to choose. Because if you want to listen, that's fine. I can listen to you, but then eventually you got to fix it. And mm-hmm. I, you, always, you always hear me say that. I always yeah. say that. I always say that. And I say that to my kids. But then eventually it comes to a point where I got to teach my kids how to fix the problem. And not just do like my, you know, like our like our parents did, where they give you a problem and they try and make you treat, make you figure it out on your own. Because I think a role too as a parent is to teach them and discipline them mm-hmm. the behavior of later on in life. And again, life is gonna suck. Life yeah. always sucks. But we need to do our best for, for us to be good people. Yeah. All right. Like I t- yeah, well, like I told my, my son, I'm like, you have rules from this time to this time. You have work to do. Once you're done with your work, then you can do what you need to do. You want to have a free time and relax, then you can. But remember, you have rules, and you have to go and finish your work. And yeah. it, it gets done. Yeah. And obviously, they're going to fight you. Oh, yeah. They're going to fight you. They're not going to want to do it. That's their job. And I told my daughter, too. Your job is to push me. My job is to teach you. Mm-hmm. So the more you push, the more I teach. It's pretty simple. If yep. you just do the things that I ask you the first time, I'm never gonna put you in any harm. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to bring down your morale. I'm not gonna make you feel like you're less. My job is to respect you, to love you, and to teach you. The mm-hmm. more, if you put more resistance, then I'm gonna teach you more. And that's kind of Ohm's law. The more <laughs> resistance, the more, the more pushing. The more resistance, the less current. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right, I guys. Basically, follow the same rules. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good that we see eye to eye. She can stay. All right, guys. We're gonna we're gonna go to some music, and we'll be back.
Okay, guys, we're back. Uh, that was some pretty good songs, man. I, li- I like <laughs> I like songs. I think I think when I when I record the segment and listen to it just to see if any 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 um, improvements can be made, I think I, I what I like the most are the songs. <laughs> it's like not even you like your own stuff. Hey, listen, man, whatever. I got I whatever. I don't, I don't judge me. See, now I'm having a conversation with myself. I see. I should listen to I should listen to you Sylvia. You should listen to I yourself. Should, I should be the perspective. No, no, wait. That should be the expectator. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never mind. Don't judge me. Now I'm talking to you. Don't judge me. I'm not judging. Yeah, you're judging. <laughs> All right. Second topic, guys. Um, I, like I said, I don't know. I think I, maybe she, she did it as a joke. I don't know. I, I just don't know. But we did say it. We did say that if you send us a topic, we're definitely going to talk about it, regardless of what it is. Please don't send us anything that's inappropriate because maybe, maybe, maybe. Sometimes I feel like we're um, we're we're doing uh, we're like Ron Burgundy. Huh? Yeah, Ron Anchorman. Yeah. The second one. Okay. When he's in the uh, in the studio and and then he's teaching the uh, late night people how to do cocaine, and they pull all that all the lines. Mm-hmm. And they start doing cocaine, and everybody's in the background going like, "No, don't do it!" <laughs> and they're doing cocaine, and then the next thing you know, the second scene, it's them being arrested, and then he goes, "Huh? Who knew you could do cocaine and lash on the television?" I was like, <laughs> "Sometimes I feel like that. Oh, <laughs> they can do that. What? <laughs> don't judge me." Okay. Anyways, second topic: science versus religion. Why? I don't know. I don't know. So tell me what you what you said when you saw the topic because it it was hilarious, guys. She's like, really? Go ahead. I I, I want. I'm gonna give you the. I'm like religion versus science. Yeah. I'm like one. Religion has a lot of different, like there's different scopes of different religions, which I don't really follow a religion. And then science, I like it, but. Not really into it. <laughs> Wait, how can you be? How can you like it? Not be into it? I'm not gonna break down every mo- damn molecule. I'm gonna read it. How I'm, about the stars? If we're gonna be doing something under the stars, then fine. I'll, I'll make sure I'll be looking at the stars. All right. How about surviving? Well, yeah, survival. <laughs> but Jesus, religion versus science. Can you like not? Give me an easy topic. Like, can we have a fun topic where we're like I, literally talking about any like provocative stuff? I, t- I, I will make it there. Listen, I didn't send it. I well, didn't I didn't it. know because I didn't do it. I no. didn't do it. But it was it's fun. It it challenges us because you. I, I, think it's, <laughs> I think it's a good topic. I really think it's a good topic. Mm. Uh, what do you mean? Mm. Come on, you just don't want to fight. No, this is this is that. It's Friday, man. I don't want to freaking think. <laughs> I, that is true. That is true. She did want to change the days because she didn't want to take on Fridays. Think of Fridays. That, she did say that. All right. Science versus religion. Um, when they send the when they send it originally, I said, "Oh boy." I mean, not enough with the discipline, but I said, "Oh boy." But again, I got a chicken out. I said, "Fine." Uh, science and religion. Religion. Uh, it's. I think going back to the same thing. I'm gonna stick to the definitions. I'm not gonna give you the definitions though because. That that just that's just I mean that's just it's very simple. Just a wide. Just very simple. Uh, it's, yeah, it's uh, pretty much the the what you believe and the faith in what you believe in. That's pretty much the religion and what you follow. Um, mm-hmm. I think nowadays it's just uh, taken a little bit out of context. And again, I don't think it's wrong. I just think that it's it's 
creating an, an, another problem, which it's okay. We're gonna see the, we're gonna see the results in about ten years, but that's not the point. Um, I, religion, it's a it's a very good aspect of life. I think I think that religion, the word itself, uh, it has a negative negative uh, connotation. Is that what you, is mm-hmm. that what you say? Yeah, because it's it's already associated with with something that it's bad. Not bad, kind of su- supernatural. Something it, really uh, explain for religion. Uh huh. In my thinking. Like I know I'm gonna like have a lot of haters, and later they're gonna hate me. Hey, 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 hey. Eh, they don't message me, <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> so, religion, a supernatural being, or more than one being that we believe in. Which is it real? Is it not real? Is I, there a certain god? Is it who's who's the god? I th- I think religion comes down to faith. Mm-hmm. I think religion, what it really shows, it's pretty much what you believe. And faith, by definition, it's it's the belief of something that it's cannot be proven or it's unknown. So, I think that faith itself, it's good. Now, mm-hmm. I did and the podcast I did in Spanish, I did talk about faith. There was a whole segment just on faith. And then there's personal faith, and there's religious faith, and there's you know other types of faith. But we're focusing on the religion, and I think faith—it's—it's it's what drives people. But I think religion—it's what's dividing people. Yeah. And and the the idea of their deity, and and what it does to people in 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 their in their mind, it's what's causing a problem with with the whole idea and perspective. Now, with that being said, I'm agnostic. Now, agnostic means that. I believe there's not only one God, but there's many gods, and that's pretty much the the common definition. But in reality, the agnostic means the non-believer of mm-hmm. the, the the common religion at that point, right? Which in, in its time it was Catholicism or Christianity, mm-hmm. the a dogma, right? No, the Greek a no dogma, and I believe there's actually more than one deity. I don't know which one's the more powerful one, or I don't know which one is the <laughs> most the one that's in command, I don't know, but I believe that this whole world it's not created just by a big bang. I don't mm-hmm. I don't believe that. It's too perfect for it to be created by just a bunch of dust millions and millions of, of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that religion itself it's dividing us because if there is one thing I dislike about people who are religious, it's the judgment mm-hmm. and and the hammering of mm-hmm. their beliefs. Not as much as the hammering of the beliefs. I think more of the attitude of the hammering of the beliefs. Because there's people that actually can have a good conversation about their beliefs in when it comes to the religion. That it's really good. I, I really I really enjoy having conversations of that sense because I can I can learn from that too. Um, again, do I can I can I believe that Noah put a thou- thousands of animals in a, in an ark and then just stood there for forty days and then you know the whole world was flooded? But is that proven though? No, but then there's also the Aztec, the Aztec belief that the second, the second, no, I'm sorry, the third sun, which is the world at that point, was also ended by flood, by drowning of mm. the the Aztec, the god of, of of rain or water. So there's a lot of similarities in the in the stories, right? Obviously, we have Zeus in in the Greek mythology, so therefore you can also apply that to water. But then also you you have the idea that previously people associated um, natural 
unexplainable natural events to being created by gods. So, again, when it comes to religion, I think that it's the the way that people are are judgmental mm-hmm. and how they think that their way is the right way, and they are pretty stuck to that idea. I think this is what turns me off when it comes to the whole the whole aspect. Yeah, that's true. Uh, in my house, uh, we were, I was raised as a Catholic. Uh-huh. Um, my mom practiced it, but I I kind of rebuttaled and tried to stay away from the church. I don't know. It was, it was a lot of rules and guidelines and regulations that I really didn't believe in it. Like You, you didn't like the discipline? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Did no, I like the discipline? I was a rebel in, the, in my first communion class. I was like... Mm. Oh, okay, okay. I want to hear that story. Yeah, like I was always late. I, I didn't pay attention. I was a daydreamer. I really didn't pay attention to Bible class. Yeah, at least you didn't get kicked out of church. Well, you, because you would question everything. And you l- I literally have information to back it up. And you know what? I ain't playing with you today. I, that, I wouldn't do that. Like, but that's my point. Like, for example, okay, this is one of the things that I, when I grew up, when I was growing up in religion, in Catholicism, was if one of the commandments says, do, thou shalt not kill, why did the, the, the Christians had all this, like, 13 crusades? And I did ask that to a priest, and the priest kicked me out of church. And then I asked them, too, why is it that if the, if, if the commandment said, that God is a jealous God, and he does not like uh, worshiping any other images. Exodus explains how when Moses came from the from Mount Sinai, and they were worshiping the golden cow, he's like, no, 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 we can't do that. It says here, so why are we worshiping all those, all those, those saints, right? Yeah. And they kicked me out of the church again. So that's what turned me off to, to learn more about religion. And I'm just talking about Christianity. Eventually, I, I branched out to other different ideas like Buddhism, mm-hmm. Islam. Um, Hinduism. So, like, I started reading a little bit of everything, and that's when somebody said, what happened was you confused yourself. And I said, okay, maybe that's what happened. In reality, I think I just opened up my mind to different ideas where I can respect people differently. Mm. That's where I got from it. Okay, but apparently to him, because, again, he was, like, pow, hammering, I, I, I was wrong. And that's okay. I can respect his opinion. But, okay, why were you a rebel when you were a kid in church? What didn't you like? About the religion. I don't know. It didn't intrigue me. But what is it to intrigue? I mean, saving your soul is not enough? Why did? Why do I have to save my soul? Do you want to burn in hell for the rest of eternity? Is there hell? Um, according to a lot of religions, yes. I don't believe so. Well, that's fine. You don't believe so. But, I mean, don't you doubt? No. No? I believe in the afterlife. Well, that's what it means. But... That doesn't mean it's going to be hell. Is there heaven? Yes, there is heaven. When, is there a proven fact that there's heaven? I mean, there's not a proven fact, but then again, is there a proven fact that there's other uh, galaxies out of here? Yes, there's stars, there's planets. No, I said, I said, well, fine, let me correct that. Planets? Aliens? Yeah, I, they probably are aliens. Yeah, but are they proven? Yes, but the mm. government's hit it. Really? Mm-hmm. You're going to believe that? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I can't say government because then they're going to track me. <laughs> All right. Which, okay, this is the opening to the next, the next aspect of the topic, right? Science. So I like science. Mm-hmm. I, I love science. I think that one of the reasons why I became more, more analytical and logical is because I started learning more about science. And I'm just not talking about biology. I'm not talking about cell structure. Or more chemistry. Or chemistry. I like chemistry. 
I hated chemistry. Listen, if, if if I had to pick between biology or any other earth science or whatever, I'll pick earth science. I'll pick chem. I'll pick biology. I, I couldn't. I cannot do chemistry. I couldn't stand. I w- literally like. I, earth science was not not for me. This is a rock. I like earth it's science. It's a mineral. Geology. I, I don't care. That's more interesting to me than damn chemistry. See, knowing me, this will be. This is a rock. Okay. This is a mineral. Okay. This is a fossil. This is this is a fossil. Can I throw them both to a car? No, you can't. Then why the hell do I want to know that? Like, I mean, you could throw a rock in a car. Yeah, but not with the teacher. The teacher told me no. I had to because you had to be disciplined. That's my point. So therefore, <laughs> I couldn't. If I couldn't do anything with a rock, the only thing I wanted a rock for was to throw that <laughs> somebody's head. Other than that, I really didn't care. Why would really you throw it in somebody's head? Because they take me off. Dude. I'm just saying, don't take me off. He has anger but that, that I was a kid. No, my uncle, you know, he used to take me off, and then I just grab a rock and throw it at his head. Oh, actually, funny story. I'm gonna make sure not to be around you where there's rocks. No, actually, funny story. There was a, a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Mauricio. He lives in Mexico, and and when I met him originally, we were we were in school, and uh, and. And he used to kiss up a lot to my grandma. Now, now I was like, no, 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 man, no, no, no. You got your own ma. You don't, you got your own me ma. So you can't mess with mine, right? And he was such a kiss up. Yeah, I always tell him, you were such a kiss up. Then one day he took me off so much, and we were already, I was already up to here. And then we started fighting, right? But it, it was funny because we were far away and we we're just, you know, cursing at each other. And then I grab a rock and I threw it at him, right? But mm-hmm. I missed, obviously. So then he grabbed another rock and he threw it at me. So then we started having a, a rock fight. Oh wow! So after we hit each other after with a while with rocks, we we you know pretty much introduced ourselves officially. Like, hey, listen, my name is blah blah and blah blah. <laughs> You're pretty cool, yeah, you too. And then we just became friends. This this was thirty years ago, and we're still friends. So you were like the Flintstones, rock buddies. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect from that poor Mexico third world country? What? You want me to throw, uh, you know, nuggets of gold? Fruity pebbles. No. Fru- yeah, fruity pebbles. What do you want? No. I we just had rocks. We threw rocks. It wasn't the corn season, so I couldn't throw any corn. Okay, so whatever. Hey, you eat the lote, not, the, not throw it. Hey, man, if you, that's the only thing you got, you got to throw it. You got to defend yourself. <laughs> Going back to science, I, I think science is, science is very interesting. Um, I, 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 I think science could be also considered some sort of religion because people mm-hmm. are very, very stubborn when it comes to their science. And, you know, people, whoever is listening to is like, wait a minute, no, that's not the case. And again, the topics here, we're not going to get into, into, you know, big this deep logical explanation, reasoning of why we believe what we believe. We're just giving you the general idea. But, I mean, there are some really strong people out there who will defend this idea of, of science and the creation of, of the planet and Earth and humanity with their lives. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. It's really it's really crazy. And you sent me the video of, of uh, what's his name, Bill Nye and, and... The science guy. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the video. Uh, well, I didn't really concentrate on that one. I concentrated on the group one. Okay. Well, tell us about the group one. Was, what was it, four to five, um, four religious, uh, um, different religions. Uh-huh. Um, each one, they had a rabbi, a, a, a priest, a monk, um, and then I think, or what was it, the three other, it was like eight people total, and the other four were scientists of every other, different sciences, geology, uh, microbiology, et cetera, et cetera, and they literally put in a good fight between religion and their beliefs in science, and I, I, I kind of 
I like that one better. I like that one. I did. Because um, different religions, like they said, there's different beliefs and religions and, and a higher being. Um, for the religious side, they had a higher being that they believed a, a different entity, the deity that they believed in, and that you can't prove them wrong because it's their faith, their morale that they mm-hmm. have in the religion side. And the science, of course, had a question, um, is there a proven fact? Is, is there facts that there is a God? And why is it any different with us believing, you know, there's another being outside of this earth? Yeah, and it's interesting when I saw that video, too, because uh, they had, obviously, had a pastor. Mm-hmm. They had a, a Buddhist monk. Mm-hmm. They had three di- in three different branches of, of, of religion, right? And I think the other one was, uh, it was a priest? I uh, think it was. One of priest, or I think it's either Christian, a Christian. Well, it was a pastor, Christian pastor, the uh-huh. priest, and the priest, and the, and the monk, and the Buddhist monk. And then the Catholic? Yeah, well, he was a priest. Okay. He was a priest. Um, I What I like about that video, it's the fact that they all came to the consensus that, one, they were all afraid, mm-hmm. that, two, that they they all had struggles and they and they based themselves on the on their faith mm-hmm. to to actually surpass those and three there were no arguments of which one is better yeah there wasn't and that, that's what i actually liked and that's what i liked too that they were able to to actually say that yeah listen um, my beliefs are my beliefs and my faith is my faith and there are times when i doubt my faith like the, the pastor that was talking about when somebody hurt his shoulder and, and, and he goes like, hey, listen, I believe that 5% of the things when I pray, they're going to happen. Gonna He's happen. like, I don't even have a 90%, 90, 90% for sure. No, it's like it's only 5%. But then this guy came, was having problems with his shoulder, put his hand, prayed. The next day, the same guy called him like, hey, you know what happened? My shoulder got better. And he admitted, He's like, listen, I'm a pastor, but I, there are some moments where I have doubts. And I think when it comes to the religious aspect, I like to hear that. I like to hear that people are also uh, down to earth, like you know, the ones who are not believers or atheists or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think that it's it's best when they are accept when they accept your ideas, and you can and they can say, listen, you know, your 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 ideas and your doubts. I have them too, even though I believe in this entity that's gonna that's gonna take care of it. I have those doubts too, and mm-hmm. it makes them human, versus the 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 the. Fanatics, they they really hardcore believers that no, you know, God's gonna fix everything and whatnot, and they don't see anything else besides that. And it was pretty cool. Yeah. The scientists, though, on the other hand, there are some some atheists that are really hardcore atheists, and they want to convince everybody else. Because again, that's why I say it's a religion. Because you have from both sides of the of the coin, you have those extremists, right? And there are some atheists that are like, hey, listen, you know what? I think I think that religion it's 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 a good idea. Don't push me on it. Yeah. I respect you, you respect me, we're all good. But they're the other ones that are like, listen, hardcore, no, I want to change the world. Let's just, you know, stop believing in, in, in a deity. And again, that's just another aspect that I think it's wrong. Uh, the, but I like about that video, too, is that the three scientists were also in, in, they agreed that not everything can be proven. Yeah. And that's one of the things that scientists, sometimes they, they forget that not everything will be proven. And that's when they become that hardcore, you know, aficionados of science and they want to prove and and disprove something else. So in, in the moral of the story, I guess that in my perspective, and this is something I follow too, I respect anybody who has an idea on, on a religion and I and I and I have a lot of friends who are Christians and 
and non-denominal and Catholics and whatnot and Jehovah's Witness and anything. I have friends who are Muslims too and friends who are Hindu and friends who are, who, I mean, well, we shouldn't call them friends because last week I did say that I only have acquaintances. So it's acquaintance, that mm -hmm. I, I have people that I know and and I respect them. And yeah. I, I always tell them, listen, I, I don't share your beliefs in that sense, but I respect them. And if you respect my beliefs, I respect your beliefs. And we have a cool time. But I also found doctors who just because they open they can open up the body they they think they're superior and I don't like that either so I don't practice that I think that if I respect if you respect my ideas that yeah I do believe there's a deity but I can also I can also find the logical explanation and the reason behind anything and prove it scientifically speaking and yeah I can I can totally go down with that mm-hmm I lost you somewhere no, along, no. along the way. I was waiting for you to finish because I didn't want to cut you off. No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm like listening. <laughs> I have the video, guys. She's literally going like, like. I literally been up since. She, no, I was listening. <laughs> I was trying to get my point of view, but I didn't want to cut you off. Okay. Um, I believe in science. I I believe in every form of religion. I'm not saying I'm religious, uh -huh. but like you said, I will hear you out. I want to hear your beliefs, your um, gods or your religion. I'll hear it out. I, I'll be I'll get information off of it. Um, but again, to me. You're not going to be wrong. Everyone has their beliefs. Yep. And there's no certain there's nothing right, right or wrong when it comes to. Well, yes, science. Yes. But religion, no. I don't think there's something wrong in science, though. I think that if, I think that the scientific method, it's designed to prove one thing, right? It's yeah. that's pretty much what it is. You're it, gonna it does. always have trials and tribulations. Yeah, but that's not what I'm. I, I mean, um, with the scientific method, what I mean is that, you could say, for example, the, if if I combine the color blue with the color red. It's going to give you purple. That's pretty much the hypothesis, right? In a, in a in a scientific method. So then you go in and you predict what's going to happen, and then you go and you do it. And let's say that for you know purposes, it turns green, mm -hmm. right? So then you go and say that your question was it didn't turn purple, it turned green. Okay. So then you go and say what caused it to to be green, right? So you go back. So it's not that you're wrong. It's just the fact that that something went differently than what you didn't expect. Mm -hmm. in, in some sense, right? In the majority of okay, cases. Um, and especially in, in psychology when you're saying, okay, this, this factor will, will impact in a certain way, and then when they try it and something goes wrong in that sense, they go back and they see that one of the factors that they didn't actually see was there. Mm -hmm. And then they have to go back and do it all over again in a whole different aspect until they come to, to uh, a rationalization of what it is to be true. But I don't think they're wrong. I just think that just they haven't gotten to the right answer. True. But yeah. again, I'll, I'm here to listen. I'm here to not judge you. And and but at the science point, you do have to because you, you have to have that argument of saying you might be wrong and let's let's try it out. Let's test it. That's what I like about science, that you, you, you can have an actual open conversation about something that you think or I think it's wrong. And test it out to see the result. It's it's, and I, I'm afraid that people nowadays they don't want to have in, in that sense that conversation because they're afraid of being wrong. And I think that science teaches us to be not to be wrong, but just to prove that you 
our, our to think outside of the box. To think outside of the box. That's right. So I think that's where we, ha- we need to have these conversations. Now I think, again, going if you want to go back to the discipline, is that we're so used to now everybody being so overprotected that they don't want to have the conversations that need to be had without being offended. Mm-hmm. And I think in, if you want to put it in that science in the scientific aspect, I think that if you approach it in in the r- proper way, applying the scientific method in the psychological perspective you can actually achieve more by having conversations than not. I mean, that's what I think. Yeah. Because in some religions, um, don't they not believe that dinosaurs existed? Right? Yeah. Scientists do believe, and there's proven fact, that there were dinosaurs. Yeah, but then, no, I also heard somebody from religious perspective saying that when God created the world in Genesis, he said seven days. But who who is it to say... That it was literally seven days, twenty-four hours, because again, the concept of time is it's human, not not a religious, not a, a deity aspect, right? Mm-hmm. So who is it to say that in those seven days, one day could have been millions of years? I mean, he did create animals, so on the third day, right? Yeah. So then, in, if you go, I'm sorry, I'm not sure if it's the third day, but one of the seven days, he created the animals, right? But before then, he created. The stars, the universe, and then the earth, right? And then I think in the other one, he gave light and life, right? Who is it not to say that the Big Bang started with that sense, and then eventually as years, billions and billions of years started happening, then you got to the point where humans came out of the sea and then created animals. So again, if, if, if you want to see it in that perspective, they have a lot of similarities, creation and in the big bang so that's why i just gave up on on having that explanation because i know i'm never going to reach the i'm never going to reach the answer and that's one of the things they said in the video we're never going to find out because we weren't there all we have to do is after the until there was this quote that that one of the the um scientists said that uh, no actually it was the rabbi or, or not the buddha where he's like, uh, it's important to have these intellectual understandings and speeches. He goes, but it's um, that's about the unrecognize- unrecognizable. I can't even say the word right now. Unrecognizable, but understand that it, it takes experience. Experience. As long as we experience what we're thinking, yeah. what we believe, then no one's wrong. Yeah. All right. I think... I think we're going to close with that because that's like a pretty good closing. Hmm. All right. So we're going to go to more music and we'll be back after this. <laughs> okay, guys, we're back. And third segment. This is, this is, okay, this one, it's going to be a little bit more down of, of, of my, I'm going to poke, I'm, I'm going to start actually poking uh, little baby's brain here, and I'm going to do a self-reflect in this one. Yes, I'm going to do a self-reflect. Mm-mm. Now, yes. Mm-mm. Now, the, the the reason why this topic came is because I was on Facebook the other day, and there was a meme, and in the meme, you had two pictures, right? One was Captain America before he got the, you know, superhuman serum or whatever, and it said on the, on the bottom, it said, the guy who can lift 100 pounds of feathers, Right. And then on the second picture, you had Captain America after he got injected with the serum. And then it said, the guy who can lift 100 pounds of, of steel, right? So then somebody in the comments went and said, uh, yeah, 
Uh, but you know, this is this is kind of odd because steel is heavier than feathers, right? So then the second guy comes over and in the conversation and says, "Yeah, I understand that you know steel is heavier than feathers, but they're both a hundred pounds. So you're not comparing." The two, when it comes to density, you're you're comparing on on the weight, and obviously, 100 pounds is the same as 100 pounds of feather. It's the same as 100 pounds of, of steel. So then another a third person comes in and goes, "Yeah, I get you might, but steel's weights more, right?" So then the guy goes back and says, "I understand, but I think you need to go back to your science class because you need to understand so you can learn how to weight that 100 pounds is of feather is the same as 100 pounds of steel." So then they start going back and forth about it, and the guy got so fed up with the whole conversation. He's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. I can't believe you guys go back to school. You guys are idiots. And he left, right? And then at the end, at the very end, somebody else goes, I understand how you're feeling, but still, you know, it's heavier than feathers. <laughs> I was cracking the whole thing. I was, it was funny to me. Uh, and somebody else posted on that meme that he was being trolled, and maybe he was, but then he made me think, why is it that people need need to find the reason to be right, okay? Um, if he was being trolled, that is hilarious. But when I told the story to somebody else, they said, yeah, he was just probably being trolled. And I said, yeah, but what if we go to the whole, you know, PanMas uh, post on Facebook, right? You have the, the math problem, and then they're like, okay, what's the answer? And then everybody gives a different definition. Everybody gives a different answer, right? And they start arguing about which one is the right answer, right? Because I've gotten myself in a couple of them. And we got to a point in one of my conversations that even a professor of, of, of math was in, the, in that conversation. And then he said, well, yeah, he's right, referring to me, because you forgot the order of distribution, right? And then the person who posted the post goes and says, yeah, but in this case, you know, I think it was division was before multiplication or something like that. I forgot the conversation. But he said, no, because of the order of distribution that pretty much gets blocked out. And then she goes, oh, okay, uh, since you're a professor of math, I think you're right. So she left it even as a doubt. I'm like, okay, so why are you doubting a math a math professor? I mean, if you would have been some Joe on the street like me, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes I'll doubt myself. Like, listen, I don't think I'm right. Let me go check my math. And I'll go back and, and, and write. And like, no, no, I think it's right. I even Google the thing. I even go on Google and put the, put, listen, put the equation. And then just go and put the answer right after that. Mm-hmm. But why will, why would she doubt the math professor, and that's what the whole conversation is about. Why do people find it so hard to accept that there are some things that they just, they are what they are, but they are so focused on being right? Why do you think that is? Because they don't know any better than, um, I guess, the yes man. They're used to being always told that yes, 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 that they're not wrong. Mm-hmm. That when you actually put up a fight... Some people don't like it. They want to be right. But why is that, though? Why, what is your opinion on that? Mm, you're always gonna. You're not always going to be right. I, I understand that, but why do you think people need to be right? Especially here with social media. Sometimes I, I get into posts that, that people are just fight for seriously getting into these huge arguments about being right, even though... A lot of people say, no, man, you're wrong. They're like, no, I think you guys are wrong. And they get personal. They insult each other because they want to be right. And sometimes you don't under, you don't, they don't see the, neither the, the logic 
or the explanation that makes sense. Nothing. They just want to be right. So why do you think that that th those kinds of people in, on Facebook want to be right? And I know it's a very difficult question, but I want to expand on, on, on the topic. That's what I'm doing. But why do you think that is? Because there's some people who are egotistical that want to be right all the time. And then, and it's their form of belief that they feel so strongly on whatever topic you guys are arguing with that they want you to know that they're right. And they have to spew that so that way they have somebody to listen to them. Uh-huh. I see your notes. What you got? Basically what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> good enough. Where it says, like... Um, there's two different forms of conversations um, where, like, some people want to be proven right. And you'll either, the conversation is either going to be brought up from the ego or the heart. Uh-huh. Okay. Ego is basically um, whoever's, it, what, um, if you're the ego is in charge, you're going to get emotional. You're going to get sucked into that argument. You will feel attached. Mm-hmm. And if it's the heart, the heart is in charge, then you're actually in control of the way that you're behaving. You're going to have to totally, uh, totally different conversation because your heart is actually in the conversation. What does that, what does that mean? I, I, I did saw that too, and, and it said about the heart, but that just me brings emotions, which emotions brings, to the, brings the fact that people want to be right because they're emotional. What, is, what does that mean, having the heart? What do you understand from that? From the heart? Yeah. Like, you're actually paying attention to this person. You, you care for this person. You, you want to feel what this person's feeling when they're spewing out or trying to get their point of, of view out. But why would I care about their feeling? I just want to, I want to have a conversation that it's, it's emotionless and logical. I don't want to know, I don't, I don't want to know what, how they're feeling. So if your significant other is literally telling you and pouring her, their heart out to you, that's different. That's a whole different conversation, though. But it's similar to that. Because in what sense? Because they're trusting you in that moment because they, they want to hear your compassion. They want to hear what, in open arms, hold them so that way they could let you, just a sense of relief. You are this person's calm. Okay, but again, now at that point, we're having the two, the two choices, right? Is this a listening conversation or is this a fixing conversation? So if you're going to go with a listening conversation, I can totally do that. But at this point, like I said, then you, that person will tell me that they want to be right instead of fixing the problem, which limits the, the, the conversation to something that it's not going to be fixed. It's too technical, though. It's, uh, to me, I feel like I'm just trying to exhale all this poison, exhale all this emotional feelings that I have inside, I want to just spew it out. I'm not trying to give it to your direction. I want you to hear me. Just hear me. Just yeah, hear but, me. But then you want to be right. You don't want to get corrected. Again, we're not talking about you. Just in that scenario, there wouldn't be no, no room for correction if there is a correction to be made. And I don't mean the person to be corrected. I mean the actual action or the consequence of what's going to that point. There is no way to correct it. So if there's no correction, then I, I, I see that the way I see it is that they just want to be right. But it's not that they're trying to be right. What if that person, is, I don't need you to solve the problem. I don't mm -hmm. need you to see if it's right or wrong. I just want to say this person wants to just spill out what they're feeling at the moment. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to feel, but I just need you to 
listen, listen. And if there's a moment where I need you to listen and maybe where maybe I want to cry, maybe I want to scream, but I want you maybe in the end, not to solve my situation, but to hold me and hug me. Yeah. So I, I could feel better. I, I hear what you're saying. I really do. But I, I think it just it just goes back to to the point where everybody feels they need to be right. And and I think that it's that could be an issue because if there is no room for correction, then that's why we have all this 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 post on social media because nobody wants to be corrected. They just want to be right. And they and they also bring out, no, because I think that blah 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 blah. And I think that blah 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 and I think that and, and they just start getting offensive and they start getting you know, personal and everything, and I mm-hmm. and I and I feel and I think that is because the feeling it's there, and they just want to be heard mm-hmm. and they want to express themselves, but they're causing more harm than good. <laughs> so why why will I why would somebody want to listen to someone that is being that that is being offensive and corrosive? See, and this is why I don't comment online. And if it does start any situation, I press delete and leave my comment or delete it. And that and that's good in, in your sense, but um, um again, I, it's a diff, it's a difficult question to answer because we're generalizing in this sense, right? But in that group of people that that get emotional in in that argument, that's what the problem is because it's not only on social media. A lot of the videos that I saw today, and like guys, seriously, I sp- I went from my lunch break, went to couple see a couple of patients, came back and continue seeing videos on people who, who wanted to be right and and I'll I'll be honest the majority of the videos that popped on YouTube were from from conservatives okay but they were giving some pretty good arguments and it's a pretty good point of view and again I I I can land in the middle of, of the leftist and and the progressive oh, oh I'm sorry the leftist and the uh, and and the conservative but there are some pretty good arguments there where they're emotionless and they just give you the facts and the leftist they just get so overwhelmed with emotions that they're not listening to the reason of the of the actual facts. So I think that the actual facts sometimes speak louder than the emotions that people bring. What do you? I mean, what do you think? Because I know you're an emotional person. You're gonna make me cry. I'm, I'm no, not on the show, Jesus. <laughs> See, and that's what I mean. I'm just throwing <laughs> out the facts, but and and when I said that I was gonna be, ju- I was gonna, I wanted to open up to the judgment. Here's what I meant. I personally am very stubborn, and sometimes I do want to fight to be right. And that's why I'm saying it, because sometimes I also want to spill this information. I want to throw it out there and vomit, like she said. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I know I can get overboard. That's why 98% of the times I'm joking around, because I cannot have a conversation that it's a serious matter, because then eventually I will go into this this serious mode and I will start throwing information and I will become some sort of offensive because I will say something in the heat of the moment, in the passion, that it could offend somebody else. Mm. And I know that. I know that. And one of the videos said, well, now look at the other person and see why they want to be right. So I'm, I'm asking you, what do you think drives me to do that? Like in your perspective, what do you think? Why do you think? How do I look like when I do that? You want to be right. Yeah, but okay. You want to fix it. Okay, uh huh. But not all the time you need to fix things. But they have to be fixed. Not when this person is literally trying to give their emotions and just let have their emotions and be there, let it be their emotions for you or them to be there for this person that's. 
But then what kind of conversation will people have if, if everybody agrees to everything and then they don't challenge themselves or challenge somebody else to have an open conversation where they can actually have a dialogue and not... Because when, whenever I speak to somebody about topics like this, I know what to say. I just choose not to say them so we can have a, a, a good dialogue and I can learn more. I notice that if I provoke people, they actually open up more because now the, 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 the emotion comes out and then I, I hear what, it, what they actually, what they really mean. I have a, I have a theory that the, there's only two ways you can get a truth out of someone, when they're angry or when you provoke them. I don't know. I don't know. I, wh- I like to, when I want to feel, I want to feel. And then if I can't feel it and just you, if the person can't let me be, then I guess that's when my walls start going up and I just don't want to say anything anymore. Because you feel like you're being attacked. I'm being attacked or I'm being judged. Yeah, but how about if it's not, there's no judgment? And that's what the conversation's about. Why do why do people think the first they need to be right and second why they cannot have a conversation about just op- just throwing facts out there and and not feeling like they're judged? I don't know. I I, I don't want to be attacked. I don't and I, I don't want to attack anybody. Um, like I said, people have their own beliefs, and I just I I'll, I'm there to listen, and I want people to listen to me. And I don't know. I just I'm more that way. Non, I tried not to be confrontational. Well, that that's a good factor. Why people don't like to be confrontational? That's that's very good. But I feel that if you do not have conversations, then where where both parties can be neutral, right? Mm-hmm. Back on the uh, on the religious and the science topic. I think that it has to be a, a certain level of a safety zone and understanding where you guys can throw each other's ideas without being judged or, or hammered, like you said. But they need to be done. They need they need to have those conversations. I think that those a lot of problems because of the elephant in the middle of the of the room is that what is how you say it mm-hmm. start because they don't want to have the conversations. I, I just think. And again, at this point, I'm kind of proving my point right because I want to be right, and I'm literally trying to to get her out of that answer but as you can see this dynamic in real life it's it doesn't work that well and in in uh, in social media people are start start you know going on and on and on mm-hmm. and on and on and on and, and offending each other but in person it doesn't go that way again not always <laughs> there's some certain cases but the i will say that probably you know 20% of the, 30% of the time that's how it goes People don't like to have conversations that are serious like that. I mean, what do you think? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What you guys I don't want. I don't want to be. I'm not right. You're not. You're right. I don't know. I'm wrong. Probably. No, you can tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. You can tell me that I'm wrong. I'm. I. I think I'm. I'm capable enough of understanding when I'm wrong. You can tell me I'm wrong, and that's the issue. Sometimes they come too hard, and people that I go, I can't tell him that you're wrong because he gets upset. It's not that I get upset. It's just the fact that you believe that I get upset, but I don't get upset. I, I like when people tell me that I'm wrong because then there's something I could fix. <laughs> and that's when I say that you know people right now want to be right in that sense because they're afraid to fixing things, and they're afraid to seeing something that they're afraid of changing. And I think that that's what the issue comes down to. 
Because, again, the whole, I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago with the whole dress, the gold and white, mm-hmm. and, or blue and black. And they were going at each other's throats for that. I'm like, are you I still kidding? don't get it. Don't don't get it. Don't get it. And I, I know it was white and blue. I didn't see no damn gold. And that's and that was the whole the whole point of the experiment. How different the the, the eye when it receives the light, it receives it in different in, in the cones of the eye. They receive it in different in different perspectives, and therefore that's when you see different colors. And you're never gonna be right because it's your perspective. And it's your eye that's doing all this, all this, you know, it's, it's fixing the colors. And nobody's going to be right. But they went at it, and, and they both, and all the two groups, no, it's black and blue. And black, and they were going on about this thing. And the other side was, again, the same thing. And if you put it in, persp- if you put it in, in, in a greater scale, you have all this, all this um, societies fighting for, again, the religion and science or, you know, um, you know, racism versus this, capitalism versus that, or on and on and on, because again, they, they, the both parties want to be right. So again, it's it's the scale of how these things are going, are getting bigger and bigger in the severity of the topic, but they can't see that maybe one of them is wrong. Yeah. Okay, and that's and that's the top. That's what I wanted to to bring to the topic. That is not just about feathers and steel <laughs> or. Gold, golden, black, golden, white, and blue and black, or whatever the color it was, it's just the fact that people have different perspectives, and it's okay to admit that you're wrong, and it's okay to call somebody off if they're they're being wrong and explain it. I don't understand why it's hard to have those conversations. True. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. We're gonna. She's really feeling uncomfortable. I think we should leave it here. No, because uh, there was, like you, I was watching a crap load of videos. Uh-huh. Um. But, you know, there was only that one video I could find about argumentative people and why they want to be right. And I uh-huh. think I sent it to you. Yes. Um, out of all that damn freaking information that she spewed out, the one quote that did kind of get me and I felt it was, um, you have to remember somebody that is argumentative, somebody that wants to be right all the time. They typically have been pretty beaten up in life. And this is their sort of weapon that they use. I said, to prove their self-worth, to prove that they're important. They are typically typically not going getting acknowledged that often. So I guess this is their form of just acting out. I, I think I don't agree with that because if that had been the case, then we wouldn't be having advances in science and anything that we have advanced. I think that people sometimes they just want to be on top. And I think that sometimes they're looking for that the challenge for them to either correct them in some sort of way of shape or form or continue progressing into something that's better. Um, again, she could be right because she did say that she was, she talked to a lot of people that, you know, they were more intelligent than she was in the topic, and I agree. I mean, that could be the case. But I feel that if if you didn't feel challenged, then we wouldn't have any sports. We wouldn't have any any competition of any, any sort. Heck, why do we have to choose a president? Let's just agree that one dude is fine and that's it, <laughs> right? I mean, why do you have to go for the challenge and having all those debates and, and anything? I mean, I don't know. I That's I just, why England has a queen and king. <laughs> <laughs> and parliament, because yes. that's what they do all the yelling. <laughs> parliament. 
<laughs> Alright guys, I think 20 minutes have gone by. I think it's much we're gonna get. I'm telling you guys, this this topics were were killers because we did a lot of research to give you the best options of our of our ideas. Uh the week has was it was very intense between the studying, the work, and our family lives, everything was just too intense. So we did the best we could. Um, thank you guys for listening. I'm going to leave you with some more music. And this is going to be just the closing. I think we're just done. <laughs> we're done at this point. All right, guys. Until next week, we'll see you later. Anything else to close before I turn it off? All right, guys. Don't forget to listen and send some, uh, put some reviews and likes on those pages. And hey, let me hear about you too, man. Uh, it's not only going to be Charlie. I want to know what people are thinking. Um, I feel like the man left out. So go ahead and send me a message or something. Um, I need friends. <laughs> Charlie's not my friend anymore. No, I am her friend. But anyways, <laughs> so if you want to listen to to exactly what friends are, go back to the last segment and listen to it. Now, one thing I will ask is please share. Share, 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 share. Follow. Follow. Like and, and listen. Yeah, and comment. Tell us. Tell us. I want to hear you guys. I want to hear you guys telling me that I'm wrong and what I could. Please. Please. And what can I improve? Okay. Please tell him that I sent you and tell him he's wrong. Yeah, please. Please tell me that wrong. And <laughs> he made me cry. I did not make her cry. Okay. <laughs> so I did not make her cry. People that know me like, oh, yeah, he definitely made her cry. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week. Peace. Bye.